to share with you out of the book of Exodus, if you have your Bibles, Exodus chapter number one, we started a series of, of the life of Moses, and I want to speak to you just uh, slavery in Egypt. Last week, we, uh, we talked about the king of slavery, of how there was a new king in town, and he didn't even know who Joseph was, he, uh, that Joseph, uh, Joseph was there, uh, or Joseph's dad, uh, family was there, Joseph was there, Joseph had passed on, but but his, his family was there, and they didn't know who Joseph was. What a tragedy it is in today's society that so many people do not know who Jesus is. And it's passed on. They didn't know who Joseph was. They didn't understand who he was. So I just want to look at the midwives um, of slavery. We look at the king of slavery. Let's look at the midwives of slavery. We'll just read a couple verses, and then we'll get going, and I'll, I'll be done shortly. I'm not going to hold you out long before we're warm, I'm hot, and uh, I think there's some ice cream over there too. So let's read in verse, uh, begin reading in verse number one, and number one through verse number ten, it uh, talks about the king and how he, what he wants to do for the children of Israel. Uh, verse number ten, he says, uh, let's go ahead and start in verse ten, and then we'll make our way through there. Come, let us do wisely with them, lest they multiply and come to pass that when they fall without any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us. And so get them up, get them up out of the land. Therefore they did set over the taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens and built for Pharaoh treasure cities with him and Ramses. And, and the more they afflicted them, the more, the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel and Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor. So here he makes slaves out of Israelites because they were getting more, 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 and more. He didn't want them to overtake the kingdom and fight against them, verse 14. And they made their lives bitter and hard, bondage and mortar and brick and all manner of service in the field, all their service where they, they made them serve was with rigor. Now watch what takes place here with the midwives, and we'll talk about them tonight. And the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives, of which the name of the one was Sephora, and the name of the other was Pua. And he said, when, when ye do the office of the midwife to the Hebrew women, see them upon the stools, if it be a son, then ye shall kill him. But if he be a daughter, then he, she shall live. Now, we'll stop there. The midwives were given a, given a command from the king or the pharaoh of the land. If they're, when you help the, the Hebrew women have children, if they have a, a male child, you're going to kill him. Can you imagine as a midwife or as a doctor getting this order, kill all the male babies. I, if you remember correctly, we'll go forward in history sometime, that's what took place in Jesus' time, not that exact order, what was to kill all the, all the children under the age of two to try to get rid of Jesus Christ. He forgot who Jesus, he forgot who Joseph was, didn't know that the children of Israel were God's chosen people and how Joseph had brought them, out of out of the, the desperate time that they were in, and there they stand. He says, "Kill, kill all the male children." Wow, 
But look what happens next. Look at verse 17. What in the world? But the midwives did what? They feared God. They feared God. What a night it is, huh? But they feared God. And did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the men, children alive. What did those midwives do? They completely ignored the order of the king. And they said, no, I'm fearing God. And that doesn't matter what you believe, and it doesn't matter what you tell me. I fear God. I fear God. You know what? It is, it ought to be encouraging to us because who forgot Joseph? The king did. But who didn't forget God? The midwives. The little women who made sure everybody had, had a, a someone to deliver babies. They still believed in the God of Egypt. And not the God of Egypt, I'm sorry, but the God of Israel. And they knew who they needed to belong to. And they knew who they needed to fear. And it was the God of Israel. Now, what is this? Here we are today. Things haven't changed. The rulers may say you can't do this. And the rulers may say you may not go there. And the rulers may make changes against the laws in which we have and the things that we have. But what are you going to do? You're going to go with the you're going to go with the flow, or you're going to fear God and do right. And, and again, I go forward in time to Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, or their God-given God-given name, Hanani, Hazari, and Mishael. The God's given name to those children that they chose to live for God and not do wrong in spite of the government. Look, one day the government may outlaw Christianity or outlaw a meeting place. Where are you going to be at? Look, it's outlawed in other countries. And do you know where they meet? Some of them meet underground. Some of them meet in hidden houses. Because it doesn't matter whether they want or whether the government agrees with you or not. If the Bible says it, it's true and you ought to follow it. Why did these midwives choose not to kill the children of Israel? Because they feared God. Do you fear God enough to, to, to uh, obey God rather than man? What do you do? Look at this. When the midwives feared God, it did not as the king commanded them, but, but saved the children, men, children alive. And the king of Egypt called the midwives and said unto them, Why have ye done this thing and have saved the men, children alive? But they did fear God, but they didn't have a failure. Verse 19, and the midwife said to Pharaoh, because the Hebrew women are not as the Egyptian women, for they are lively and are delivered ere the midwives come in unto them. Hey, they lied. They lied. They lied. No, the reason we're saying on them is because those Hebrew women, they're lively. <laughs> what does that mean? The Hebrew women are going to kill me if I take that baby. Look, they lied. That was their failure. You say, and I believe Rahab the same way. Rahab lied to protect her life. These women lied to protect their life. But I do believe if they would have told the truth, God would have saved them anyhow. But here's the deal. Is God blesses us sometimes in spite of us? And God blessed these midwives? 
not because they lied, but because of their fear in God and obeying Him. And sometimes you and I will sin, but God still shows a blessing. And it's not because of your sin, it's because of your obedience. So we see their failure. We see that they we see that they feared God. We see that they failed God. But then also we see the favor from God. Verse number 20. Therefore God dwelt well, dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and waxed very mighty. And it came to pass, because the midwives feared God, that he made them houses. What did God do for them? God showed them favor because they obeyed God. They made the importance of obeying God rather than man. You know what the Bible says? Obedience is better than sacrifice. What does that mean? It means that you need to obey God rather than, ha, ha, did you see what I did? Ha, pat me on the back. Did you see what I just got done? Obedience to God. It doesn't matter. You don't, we don't necessarily, uh, obedience to man is important. And God has put uh, uh, authority in our life that we would obey. The Bible says obey them to have the rule over you. We understand that. But obedience to God is more important than obedience to man. Man tells me something that is against God. No, I don't care. I'm not going to follow it. My first choice is to obey God. What has God told us to do? What are some things that God has strictly told us outright to do? And are you obeying those things? Am I obeying those things? They feared God. They did fail, but they did have favor, but God gave them a family. The Bible says that he gave them houses. Yeah, they weren't worried about having a house. That house is a representation of a family. And God gave them favor and gave them a family. Why? Because they obeyed God. And look, the obedience to God saved Moses' life. Had it not been for the obedience of, of to God, Moses, chapter 2, would not have been saved. Look, if it wasn't for an obedience of a parent, obedience of a preacher, an obedience of a church, an obedience from someone sticking true to the Bible, I would not be saved today. It doesn't matter what the world says. It matters what God says. So I encourage you to be obedient to God. There's a song that we sang a couple weeks ago that says, Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. We, we disregard that song to me. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't think I can. Yeah, that's not nonsense. 
But I'm going to tell you this. No matter who you are, we all struggle. And so matter, no matter where we're at tonight, each and every one of us, I'll challenge ourselves to be obedient to God. Because I don't need to worry about you for a second. Because I'm not going to answer for you. I'm going to answer for me. And you're going to answer for you. You need to you're not going to get up to God and you're going to say, well, you should have seen what Trenton did. God's going to say, I don't care what Trenton did right now. I'm worried about what you did. Were you obedient? Was I obedient? Because when I get up there, I'm not going to stand up there and say, well, you should have seen what they were doing and this was doing. And... No, the Bible, that's what the Bible says, to get the mold out of your eye. Quit looking in someone else's backyard and worry about what everybody else is doing. You worry about what you're doing is what basically the context of that first sentence. Get the mode out of your eye. Look in your own backyard. I'm going to close. Follow God. Obey God. The best thing you can do. It pays to serve God. Had a man tell me this. He said, a man who walks with God always.